lads. Welcome to Search Party. This is a podcast where two best friends, Jess and James, review each other's internet search histories for the week. Yes, it is. And it's a very special edition this week because Jess is pregnant. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's not. It's a special edition this week because... James is pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I've put on weight before anyone asks so so there i've actually interestingly i've made a bit of an effort for today's call whereas um i've made the opposite of that <laughs> the you've only made less effort is that fair to say yeah i um the, the one thing i will say though is that i am in a new pair of uh i was about to say jodpers i don't <laughs> Uh, I'm not wearing jobpers, joggers. I'm in a new pair of joggers. So that's a little bit of effort for you. And I would also like to say that this Britney inspired headset is, you know, a lovely accessory to my look as well. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really nice. No, no, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So the reason why obviously this is different this week is because we are, we're locked down. Um, we're locked down. And as a result, me and Jess are recording remotely. So I can see Jess's um, banking files behind her. Mm-hmm. And, and she can see my fucking ugly, typical London landlord, horrible IKEA furniture. I can also see, though, a really lovely looking plant. Is that a um, mother-in-law's tongue? The very same. Yeah. I've got a plant here just to remind you all that I am a fucking cliche. <laughs> with his bleached blonde hair and his mother-in-law's tongue. Oh, should we get started? Yeah, let's delve into this week. See how it goes. See how it goes. It's a hopeful note. Um, <laughs> no, but I just mean in this new normal, you know, filming remotely, we're tens of miles apart. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're being forced into the 21st century in a very real way. Yeah, we are. Are you my support bubble, though? You kind of are, aren't you? Sorry, that's my gran. Right. Okay. Oh, no. The bubble just won and truly fucking burst for me. Right, James, I'm going to kick off this week. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's obviously got to be this. Why on earth were you looking up Tinky Winky Actor? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a search on Pornhub, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Um, Something about the triangle on his head really gets gets me going, like you would not believe. Uh, Tinky, obviously big fan no no i actually when i was younger and not young enough i actually was still quite a big fan of teletubbies i remember no not in fucking secondary school i wasn't (laughs) not when i met you not how i remember it (laughs) that teletubbies lunchbox the pencil case (laughs) the book bag with tinky winky on the front (laughs) yeah that time i brought tubby toast in for a picnic that was a bit (laughs) bit much wasn't it yeah and i I always called my penis nunu as well which i thought was a bit of a a giveaway i actually it's actually quite sad to think about when i was in like year one or something like that which was a bit late for teletubbies it's meant to be kind of like up to kind of four i think probably um i don't don't think there's an age limit on it i think it's timeless isn't it (laughs) we we can all enjoy it now as well (laughs) life without labels here at search party um, but I brought in a teddy of Poe, which is the smallest red one. Mm-hmm. And I was physically bullied for it. So that's how childhood really crushes your spirit. Yes. Yeah, so no, anyway, I'm, I'm, I've always been a fan of Teletubbies. I was looking this up because I was trying to remember 
whether it was Tinky Winky that was the urban myth of got put in prison, do you remember, or killed himself or something like that? I think actually one of the Tinky Winky, Tinky Winky, (laughs) (laughs) Tinky Winky. I actually think it was one of the Tinky Winky actors that did kill himself. But, sorry, sorry, I couldn't help but notice there that you said actors. So is that more than one bloke in that costume at once? <laughs> no, it wasn't like a kind of um, a kind of. Um, it was in Scooby Doo where they used to go on each other's shoulders and cover each other. No, it wasn't like that. Yeah. No, it was it was just the it was just the one actor at a time. But there were multiple, multiple. actors over the. Day. Well, it's an extremely. <laughs> grueling and trying role to play there's a lot of depth and layers to the character and i can imagine that's incredibly uh stressful and so i understand why you'd need an understudy i think they should do in drama school they should do a kind of tinky winky kind of exercise because you have to as a teletubby you have to say a lot with a little do you know what i mean the little noises the little ahs and and all of that that you've got to really communicate deep emotion and obviously, the hardest part about it is your face can't move. So it's really hands and sounds. <laughs> um, Jess, looking at your search history this week, the thing that jumps out most to me is celeb. I actually not sure I can say this without laughing. Cele- celebrity that eats raw sausages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically. I was I was with a friend last weekend and we we're watching some reality dating show with celebrities. I think it might have been Celebs Go Dating. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely scans, yeah. They mentioned a celebrity on the show and my, and my mate was like, oh, is that the one that eats raw sausages? And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? So then we were googling for ages a celebrity that eats raw sausages we thought it was someone like in either Towie or Geordie Shaw and then she remembered it was actually someone she knew <laughs> oh well, that's good um, <laughs> um what would be the benefit of eating raw sausages I just, don't just saving on oil is that I, the plan or I don't know I mean and, and we're talking like packets but I think, um, basically, I think it's probably come out of, you know, those sort of diets where it's like paleo diets where you should be eating raw foods and someone someone in, you know, somewhere has just taken it absolutely way too far and is just bulk buying packets of Richmond sausages and, eat, <laughs> and eating them in front of the telly. I didn't really think that the, the originators of raw diets had Richmond pork sausages <laughs> in mind. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong. Okay, so just scanning through this bucket of filth i am gonna go for james why were you looking up i am in blood stepped so far um is that is that a shakespeare quote or something yes it is it's not the full quote but i was trying to remember what the full quote is because as you know i have many contemporary up-to-date references like this that i use (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm, mm. um i'm a big fan of macbeth the the scottish play for those in the biz <laughs> which i'm not <laughs> i'm definitely not i'm in sales <laughs> but well but you could be using some of these some of these lines on your sales calls have you ever tried that 
The lady doth protest too much. <laughs> I think you do want to buy this product. Yeah, I could do that, or I could do when I notice um, maybe some value they're not getting out of their current solution. I could say, "Hark! There's a spot." <laughs> <laughs> Is this uh, new solution to your product needs? I see before me the handle towards mine eyes. Come, let me clutch thee. <laughs> um, no, I think I was trying to describe lockdown. And I think I was trying to describe this kind of feeling of like, you know, we've come so far, so we might as well fucking go for it. You know, might as well go the whole hog and really lock lock the fuck down. I'm in Bloodstep so far refers to the bit in the play where Macbeth is, you know, he's already killed, you know, Duncan. He's probably killed a couple of other peeps. You know, he's fairly prolific at a certain point. You know, he's going mm, around mm. waving his fucking knife about left, right, center. Um, and he kind of says, look, I've come this far. I've killed a few people. I might as well just fucking go for it. Go fucking nuts. And he did. That's he, a spoiler alert for Macbeth. <laughs> so yeah, for all of you Shakespeare fans, that one's for you. My biggest pet hate is, I've, have you been to see Shakespeare in person? Not in person, not like in front of Bill, like good to meet you. <laughs> uh, no, as in like, have you been to a Shakespeare play before? Yeah, with you. Rude. What did we see? Hamlet. Or was it Macbeth? I wow. think it was no. It was oh Macbeth. no, it was, it was Macbeth. Yeah. It was Macbeth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you will know then. I have a real thing about people that laugh in oh, Shakespeare plays. You complained about this all the way home afterwards. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I just think, like, look, even if you're like pretty smart or whatever, or you can. I mean, I can't fucking. I, I don't really. I get the gist of it, but I don't really understand every single image and whatever. It's a loose understanding, yeah. Yeah, you kind of leave with like an impression or kind of watermark of what the fuck happened. Mm. But the people in there were like, <laughs> when like Prospero makes a banging gag. And you, just, <laughs> you think to yourself, there is no way on God's green earth you actually find that funny. That is all That is all for show. Um, okay, so why, Jess, were you looking up? Why were you looking up silk pyjamas with feathers? so as regular listeners will know i've spoken quite extensively about my sleep patterns on this podcast so far yes Um, your lavender tits yes we all remember and i basically just want to take my sleep experience to the next level and i think that is by wearing silk pajamas with feathers oh so this isn't a joke this is a genuine no this is what i'm gonna buy myself for christmas oh my god just how can that possibly be comfortable, the feathers? I would settle for tassels instead. Do you know how uncomfortable that's going to be? Um, also, hold on a sec, aren't you a vegetarian? And yes. I'm not fucking scared of them. Yeah, so this is why I ended up, after this search, looking up with tassels. You'd look like one of the enchanted pieces of furniture in Beauty and the Beast, which would be a really hot look for you. Yeah, a cosy armchair come to life. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please update your Tinder bio with that. <laughs> actually, to be honest, that's actually quite true of me. Pretty much all of the people I've been with in my life who have mostly been women, but as I said before, open to men as well. They've all said, like, one of the things I like about you most is how comfy you are. And like I'm like, mm, that's Com- quite nice, but it's also kind of saying you're a, f- a fat blob. Do you know what I mean? You make me feel protected. I'm like, yeah, cool. But what you're kind of saying is you need to go on a diet. Um, What are we talking about? Um, Your feather dusters. 
my, my little feather uh, have you dusters. bought them i did buy a pair that i tried on um but these ones weren't very flattering and they're going back what was unflattering about them um my god <laughs> <laughs> So, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Oh, how long to boil marmalade for it to set? I'm, I'm guessing this is part two of. Uh, Try part five. I've I've tried to make this work. <laughs> okay, three times now. So, do you want to just regale us of what the fuck's happened thus far? I wanted to use up some old oranges and I tried to make marmalade and instead I made the orange slop of uh second episode maybe was that yeah. I've tried to now reset it a multitude of times and finally figured out that actually it's the boiling process that makes it set so did it did it for too long and now you can't stick a knife in it <laughs> are you fucking joking I've ruined all of it yeah you can't spread it your knife won't go in it my mum chipped her tooth on it the other day (laughs) oh my god how is that possible yeah i've set it too much what can you do with it have you just thrown it all away then no it's just sort of sitting there until i make a decision to throw it away but it feels like you know it's a lot of hours and love that went into that is there any anything you can do to reverse the process like well if boiling sets it maybe freezing (laughs) will (laughs) i Will unset it, yeah. I, I don't think freezing will do it, <laughs> given my basic understanding of chemistry. But if it's if it's a protein-based thing, mm. then you need something that's going to break down proteins, maybe. Do you have any idea what that is? Well, like, a, like amylase or an enzyme. Oh, gosh, okay, right. You should have said earlier, I'll just go and get it out of my kitchen cupboard. <laughs> Fucking like- amylase, God's sake. <laughs> Also, I have no idea what enzyme that is. I might have fucking made that up. I feel like it's came up at some point. Okay, right. I think it is my go. Okay, right. This... (laughs) What's a fuck yacht holiday? (laughs) And why? (laughs) Why were you looking it up? I have started on a new series called Below Deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Big fan. I love Below Deck. And um, I love it. And I think it's incredibly funny. And within the first episode and a half, me and my flatmate, we were watching Below Deck and we just thought like, there's so much sex 10 on this boat. Mm. We were wondering if there was something called a fuck yacht. And therefore, if there was potentially a holiday company called Fuck Yacht Holidays. (laughs) But then I realized in retrospect, they probably would give it a slightly more discreet name than Fuck Yacht Holidays, wouldn't they? (laughs) Well, but then how would people know to search for it? Fuck you, that's does, true. does what it says on the tin. Yeah, it's the Ron seal of the, uh, the ocean waves. <laughs> Who's your favourite um, character so far? I like Kate in series two. Yeah, Kate Kate uh, is one of the stewards on, on board. Uh, she's responsible for all the service on, the, on these yachts, with these luxury yachts. And at one point, someone's a misogynistic pig to her, so she goes into his bedroom and folds his towel on his bed in the shape of a dick. It's incredible. And then manages to, in the end, not really get into that much trouble by saying it was just friendly banter. And the bloke, it's actually a really good lesson in toxic masculinity because he like feels too afraid to be like, no, my feelings were hurt. So just goes, yeah, (laughs) banter. And she doesn't get in trouble. No, she gets a bigger tip. I 
particularly love how much of a caricature of an uptight British man Ben the chef is. Yeah, but I actually kind of get the attraction that people have towards him. A, anyone that can cook, hot. Mm -hmm. Although he has done some pretty wild out there stuff, you know. Like, he seems to be a bit obsessed with um, fusing things together. Did you notice that? In his cooking, do you mean, or in his private life? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he wasn't responsible for the human centipede. (laughs) No, in his cooking, he's like, I'm going to do something really special for them today. I'm going to fuse a scallop to a pork medallion and a piece of beef onto a piece of lettuce. (laughs) Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, like a mutant sandwich, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's the name of my threesome. <laughs> I was, I've been for a little while trying to think about uh, some other funny puns like fuck you up, but I can't get anything to rhyme with dinghy. So, <laughs> singy dinghy. <laughs> HMS, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what other ones? Tugboat. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> <laughs> Dogboat's perfect. Yes. <laughs> Canoodling. Catamaram, your man. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, that's my update on fuck yachts. Uh, Jess, um, why, Jess, uh, were you looking up Soothsayer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, career change. Um... <laughs> Can you remind me what a soothsayer is, actually? Because I don't fully remember. Yeah, so it's basically just someone that can tell the future. And I was looking it up for exactly that reason as well. But basically, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with it, and they just sound like really cool people. And I, I'm i considering doing a course in soothsaying. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I literally was about to text your mum, like, we've lost her. <laughs> I just yeah, I just think it's a it's a cool thing to be to be named and I'd I'd like it on my C B. Jess, campaigner, soothsayer. And of course, sexual deviants. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say deviant, I mean you like crisps during intercourse. <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> No, That's no. never happened. But did I ever tell you about that bloke actually at uni who during a game of I, Never Have I Ever and someone said, oh, never have I ever used food during sex and this bloke, like quiet, unassuming bloke, put his finger down and we all looked at him and were like, oh my God, tell us more. And he just went, lasagna. <laughs> lasagna. Let's just all actually maybe we could put a little break it, little silence in here in the podcast, just for everyone to think about just for a couple of seconds what the lasagna could be used for. Yeah, I've got yeah, no that, idea. No. Oh god. Yeah, hot. So that's why you're looking up Soothsayer. James. Okay, why were you <laughs> looking up Lil Pump? Um so Lil Pump was a special guest at one of Trump's rallies last week in Pennsylvania. While Joe and Kamala had managed to bring together some of the finest stars that the uh, music scene has to offer, John Legend, Lady Mm. Gaga, um, (laughs) Yuri Gagarin also (laughs) made an appearance briefly. Um, (laughs) No, he didn't. didn't. Yuri Geller did, though. Yeah, that was good of him. Yeah, really good of him. So, oh, yeah. So while they why did they did that, Trump had this guy called Lil Pump, mm. who is, I don't know, a rapper or whatever. But 
Trump made a little bit of a faux pas when he was introducing him. Um, and, and said, can we all please welcome Little Pimp? <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Little Pump, yeah, maybe perhaps he was hired just because he reminded Donald so heavily of his own cock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he said, Little Pimp, can we welcome Little Pimp? Yeah, and uh, I just thought it was I thought it was chuckles that he uh, got that wrong, especially as he's been criticising um, Joe on his, you know, on his various good verbal faux pas. Yes. Uh, or his verbal Joe pas, as I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he himself is getting things wrong left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. Not least um, understanding the law. To all of you Trump fans out there, feel free to... Never fucking listen to our podcast again. Okay. As I heard on, uh, as I heard someone say the other day, go out, buy yourself a bunch of flowers, take yourself out for dinner, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lovely note. And yeah, on uh, on that bombshell, on uh, that friendly Demo- note. <laughs> Sorry, on I that was- friendly. <laughs> Sorry, I went over you. Go go. Sorry, who's who's finishing the show today, Jess? <laughs> Desperate from airtime. <laughs> Me! <laughs> okay, so um, on that uh, friendly, friendly note, um, big thanks to the production team um, of me and you. We'd like to remind you in a friendly-ish way, in a kind of um, Trump supporters outside of a voting centre way, we'd like to remind you to follow the podcast um, mm. on Spotify, uh, leave a review if you think it's five stars and just jump in a hole if you think it's anything less than that. And um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening this week. Um, I've been James. I'm Sir Jess. And, uh, and thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you and good night. Bye. Thank you Bye. good night. Hang up. No, you hang up. No, no, you hang up. <laughs> no, seriously, hang the fuck up.